Cinnabuds receive support from Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake, Eye Care and Eye Wear. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies, buddies talking about cinema. Hey everybody, I'm Dory Zori from Radio Milwaukee. And I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film. And this is Cinnabuds. Yay! This week we watched Run Rabbit Run. Can people come back? Come back from where? From where they go when they die. I had a sister. Her name was Alice. What was she like? She liked animals. She'd find wild rabbits and bring them home. She went missing when she was only seven. I'm seven. That's right. Run, Rabbit, Run was a film that came out, I believe premiered at Sundance. Mm. Did pretty well. Got some, uh, got bought up, got good response, and then got a little mixed reviews as it came out, which I became fascinated by because I had friends who loved it. And then I had a couple people who really hated it, which always makes me interested. (laughs) Right. Instead of everyone like, which movie was that again? I know. And Run Run, Rabbit Run, uh, directed by Dana Reed, is an Australian film. And Mm -hmm. it's in the horror genre of, hey, my kid's acting weird. Like I feel like that's a genre that I usually like. Hey, what's up with my kid lately? My kid's acting funny. My kid wants me to call them by a different name. (laughs) Yeah, they're wearing a creepy mask. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yep, the lead character, who you might know as Shiv from Succession. I just learned that this morning, by the Uh, way, because I have not seen Succession. Sarah Snook. Oh, that's a whole nother (laughs) buddy. We got to talk. I know. Um, She plays a fertility doctor who just notices her kid is acting weird one day. And then the story kind of unravels on her family history. Um, You know, this was creepy. Yeah. And I was thoroughly into it and creeped out for half of the movie. And then the second half just kind of was, I don't know, not great for me. Yeah. I feel like this was a wonderful first venture into something, although the writer and directors, it wasn't their first movie. Right, right. The writer is a novelist, though, and maybe yeah. novelists don't always make for great filmmakers. I think it could have done with some editing, and this yeah. could have been a better, shorter film. Yeah, There's I a think... lot of redundant moments in it for me. Yeah, I liked it overall, and I'll talk about more about in the podcast about the things that I liked a lot about it. And then, but I get the criticisms of it. I think it's worth a watch. And especially if you have particular horror genres that you like. So we'll talk more about it in the podcast. Yeah. If you want to hear me say not nice things about movies, that never (laughs) happens. Make sure you listen to the podcast. I cannot wait. (laughs) So stick around. We'll be right back. April showers bring May flowers, potholes, and flat tires. If you've been saving up for a rainy day, those days are here. If you're in need of a more reliable ride, donate your old one to Radio Milwaukee. Did you know? A single vehicle donation can be almost three times as valuable as a single cash donation. Think of it as a financial super bloom for this public radio station. Learn more by going to radiomilwaukee.org slash cars. Christopher, I found out through a little bit of research that the um, original lead was supposed to be played by Elizabeth Moss, 
oh. who had worked with the director and writer before on A Handmaid's Tale. Oh, I didn't know that. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Because I like the, we, I specifically thought the lead actor was, she was really good. Yeah, she's I, wonderful. I thought her response, she had some like real micro expressions when it was coming to her reactions to things. And I thought she was really good. But I also love Elizabeth Moss. So yeah. I wouldn't have hated the version with her. <laughs> the little girl played by Mia Lily Latore was pretty great too. Yes. You can chalk her up on little creepy kid actors to yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I was buying into all of it. Yes. I'm just going to say all of it. All of it. <laughs> yeah. So you get this idea that, and I, th- without giving too many spoilers, the gist of it is. There's a mysterious reason the mother's sister is missing or maybe died when she was younger. Something mm-hmm. happened with her sister. Her sister's no longer around. And then there's a moment at which her little kid starts believing or saying that she is the little sister now. Right. She's Alice. Alice she says, is the I'm sister. Alice mm-hmm. now. And then that's when the creepy, something wrong with my kid happens. Yeah. It just so sh- happens, though, when all this happen, starts to happen, a little white bunny shows up on their door, which I thought was really kind of fun. And the nickname for the daughter, Mia, that the mom has is Bunny. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I thought that every time the rabbit was around, there was weird stuff going on. It was fun to try to figure out where, what direction that was going in. Yeah. I was, as I always am, when I see an adorable animal in a movie, especially a horror movie, I'm like, oh, don't do anything to that animal. I'm going to spoil it. The animal makes it to the end. Yeah, just fine. Listen, I think this. Don't worry days, about that. This is the only spoiler that's acceptable. <laughs> I feel like everyone wants to know, like, just tell me if the animal gets hurt. <laughs> no? Okay, I'll continue. That little girl, Lily, was in a lot of really big commercials in Australia, and this is one of her biggest feature films. It'll be so fun to watch her career. Yeah. But also, I think that one of the other things that I found out, which is really cool, the film received development funding from Screen Australia's Gender Matters Brilliant Stories Initiative Program. Oh, wow. So for that fun fact alone, it made me want to watch more of what the writer and director does yeah. because- Clearly, they live in a country that believes in them and gave them the funding to make this. Really so it's OK nice, that yeah. it's not perfect on no, yeah. one of their first tries. And there's a right? lot of great stuff in it. I did notice when I was looking at the credits, it's a very female forward film, like the producers, director, writers, all female, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. All women. I don't know why I said female. I mean, all ge- <laughs> gender matters. Brilliant stories. Yeah. It's in the name of the grant. Yes, so it's pretty yes, cool. Exactly. Modern day ghost story. It, a yeah. ghost story as old as time. Yeah, <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic, classic story, guys. Your kid thinks he's your dead sister. No, I think it is that like tradition of like the Omen and even more recently Babadook, where I am not a parent, but I actually do know my friend Courtney. I think we were talking once. I believe this is correct. Where she's like, movies where stuff goes wrong with your kids, I can't watch because she's got kids. That's automatic built-in horror yeah, right like, there. But that adds to the horror. So some people might like, you like that visceral reaction because you can identify. I can't because I don't have kids. But I mean, I get the idea that somebody you are mm-hmm. responsible for is being taken over by something you have no control over. That's got to be pretty scary. Yeah. Was it the best horror movie I've seen? No. Would it have been great as it like a 60-minute 
horror movie? I think so. There are so many redundant scenes where, yeah. but there were also so many powerful scenes, you know, her taking the pictures off the wall and like the going back and forth into what she might be thinking to what maybe is happening in reality was really interesting. Yeah. She got bit by this rabbit in the beginning and and at the end I'm like, maybe they're just going to say she's got rabies. Yeah, I know. That's the, the, the <laughs> thing that I liked about it. Now I do know like the criticism you're making is one that I was reading about from a lot of people where it does get like slow and repetitive in the middle mm-hmm. when we get it. We we like I wanted to go. No, I understand the situation. Now let's let's move on. The things that I think they did well were uh, making that mystery of what happened as a child that stretched out. You got a little piece here and there until you find and you get some sort of a reveal there. They did that really well. What they, I think the best thing about this film is the atmosphere. Yes, the filming mm-hmm. of it, the music, the tone, the colors, even. That was expertly done because there was a bunch of moments, just a lot of um, really powerful static shots. Yep. Like at the beginning, you see a woman laying in this very interesting, like uh, clearly circular yeah, thing, like a riverbed or something like that. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, too. and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, what happened here? But then they don't. Then they move on. We well, almost like, forget about it yeah. until it comes up again. And then when there's a lot of shots inside the house, when like there's a lot going on, and I didn't realize till later, oh, they're all the creepiest shots are shot from the height of a child. So it's all slightly Whoa. up and slight and very far away. And it's a little dark closer to the camera. Like all this stuff is really good. There's some really good horror or creepy thriller mm-hmm. uh, things that they do that really add to it. It's just, I think honestly, the only problem with the film is just the middle. Yeah. It's just, it's too long and a little repetitive. If you would have like squished that, yeah. it could have been really, really good. I agree. I agree. I definitely think it's worth watching, even though I didn't really care for it overall. But now that you're pointing out those other things that I didn't think about, and I really was freaked out. Like the first first half of the movie, I'm like, why did I agree to watch this yeah. <laughs> Sunday night before I go to bed? I'm not going to be able to sleep. But then, um, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say it's like, it's n- not my favorite, not a movie I loved, but it's one that makes me more interested in that filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, like, I'm not writing them off at all. I'm like, I think they could, and the cinematographer and the writer, yeah. I think they could do good things. Agreed. And the actors were good. So it was, luckily, one of those films that, even if I didn't like it, there's a lot of things I liked about it. Mm-hmm. Was there anything groundbreaking in it that people have never seen before, do you think? No. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I think there's, but I mean, that's hard to achieve for any film. Right. There's a lot Especially of films I love that aren't groundbreaking. Just out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I found myself with not a lot of things to say about it. Yeah. Um, writing down a list of things you could do instead of watching Run, Rabbit, oh, Run. okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could listen to Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins album Run, Devil, Run. Oh. Or their song Rabbit Hole. Yeah. That'd be a good thing. Or you could listen to White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. True. You could train for Run, Rabbit, Run. It's a 50 or 100 mile race in September, this September in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, for all you sports enthusiasts. <laughs> You could play Run Rabbit Run about a bunny angry for carrots on a um, internet platform. Oh, I've heard of that. Uh, or you could just watch some alternative rabbit movies if you feel unsatisfied with this one. Sure. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit's real good. Donnie Darko. Oh yeah. Who framed? <gasps> Mister Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. You know what? We should do the classic Bambi. Oh. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Johnny Depp's version of Alice in Wonderland. Nope. <laughs> now I'm out. I knew I'd you get lost you. me right at the end. What, what you was your read, epiphany? You could read Rabbit Run by John Updike. Ooh. That's what I thought the movie was going to be. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's not. Not. We should do more real specific theme shows. Oh, not if you things you could do instead of or no, just more a theme. like rabbit. Like, oh. ra- <laughs> like the idea. This is just show about rabbit movies. There's your question for yes. the podcast listeners this week. Oh yeah. I want what that. Specific theme show should we do? Yeah. Oh, I love this as get, a as a question for everybody. Yeah. Get granular. Yeah, get micro. Right. Yeah, get real micro. Even if you think, oh, they're only gonna be able to find one film, don't count Challenges. us out. And maybe it's films, but also like other cultural yeah, yeah. things. We'll do a base of films. We'll branch out to like books and games and Yeah. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. When we pick your theme, we will give you credit on the podcast or maybe even invite you in to <gasps> sit with us. What? Oh, you want to go to Cinebuds Instagram right now yeah. and answer this question. <laughs> right. At Cinebuds Podcast. Follow us and you then come on the show, maybe. Mm, come on the show, maybe. Do you want to talk more about this movie? I don't want to take this I do out. not. But I, you know what? I do appreciate that you brought up some things about the movie that, of course, I missed last night. It made it, gave it some extra levels of stuff that just went over my head, which happens a well, lot. I think it's nice to, when I watch movies for the podcast, mm-hmm. I feel like I watch it more carefully than I would if I'm like if I watched this movie and I wasn't for the podcast, I may have just like ignored. Like, I wouldn't have, like, oh, yeah, that was just bad. But then I don't, I think because I would have passively watched it. Right. That's what makes us a good couple, though. You watch, you catch those details, and I am more, like, every day, Well, no, film. I think you do the same. I disagree. I think you do the same. I think you see stuff in the films because you, you're knowing, because you have, uh, first of all, Who's the one holding a notebook right now? That's me. That's, you. That's so, because yeah. my brain is dumb. <laughs> I can't remember anything. But I, I feel say. like if I would have, like, it's like watching in the movie theater. Honestly, mm-hmm. watching movies at home for the podcast is if I watched any movie in the theater. I have to pay attention. Oh, uh, yeah. That attention. makes sense. That makes so sense. So I do. And then, and then we can figure out. You know, not all bad. Try to stay positive. There's some good stuff. There is some good stuff in here for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'll watch anything that Sarah Snook is in because I <laughs> love her. All right. What else are you watching, KP? That's a great question. And I'm about to answer it. Do you want a drum roll? What are you watching, Christopher Pollard? Here's <laughs> what um, well, uh, I'll be very honest. I haven't watched a whole lot, but I did rewatch Blade 2 the other day. Ooh. Only for like the 70th time. But I did. It was really fun because as a coincidence. Oh, no. What happened was my cousin, who I don't uh, grew up with. He's essentially my like brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't see each other much because he lives in New York. And we don't talk a ton. But he texted me out of the blue saying, uh, because of you, I'm rewatching the Blade trilogy Ooh. this week, which I thought was very funny. And uh, that's a compliment. Yeah, I was very pleased. And uh, so we started texting back and forth more than we've texted in like a year just about Blade and his ob- observations. So that provoked me and Nicole to watch Blade 2 because we had recently watched Blade 1 again a few weeks ago <laughs> i think podcast listeners will know that it's one of your favorite series one of fa- it's one of my favorite series a lot of i realized for the first time i don't know why i never knew this that there's a rave in every film well there's you, a rave in every blade movie 
evil things happen at raves, <laughs> apparently. I um, very much enjoyed watching the whole series um, within two days during yeah. during our lockdown times where oh, we had yeah. to really be creative with our entertainment. And Those are good movies. They're really good. And a lot of listeners may... Even the Ryan Reynolds <laughs> Even recall... The one that everyone thinks is the worst might be my favorite. <laughs> Blade Trinity is wildly underrated <laughs> as a both terrible and genuinely good movie. Oh, so <laughs> now that you're talking about Ryan Reynolds, instead of my what have I been watching, yeah. this is what I want to search out. And I don't know if it's called this anymore, but Ryan Reynolds three, no, two guys, a girl and a pizza yeah, place? Yeah, two, is yeah. Is that what called? I believe... I believe so. Or they so. had to change the name at some point. Maybe. I want to go back and watch that. I Baby know exactly Ryan Reynolds. What you're talking about though. I watched it on TV in the 90s probably yeah. when it came out. I'm picturing like me with my Delia's catalog choker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like late 90s or early 2000s. Okay. And I remember my feeling about Ryan Reynolds at that time was you are Sexy? trying to no. Oh. It was you are trying to be Jim Carrey. Yeah. He had a very Jim Carrey tone to his mm-hmm. voice, which understandable. He was very inf- Jim Carrey's very influential at that period. For sure. I think he's but on then I so I had a long time where I was I was dismissive of Ryan Reynolds. And now when people are there, there's a backlash where people are like, uh, Ryan Reynolds, because he does all these big popular movies. Now I appreciate him more than ever. That's nice. I what a fun journey. Think he's funny. And very clever and charming. Look at you with your journey on the RR Railroad. <laughs> That's right. Choo-choo. I'm a Reynolds head. I feel like Daredevil <laughs> really cemented it for me. Like, that, not Daredevil. Um, not oh, Daredevil. D- oh, d- uh, Deadpool? Deadpool. What yes, the yeah. heck? It's no, Monday. It's uh, we haven't eaten lunch yet when we're very recording Very similar this outfits. Yeah. <laughs> very similar outfits, but he got to use that snark. Yeah. Um. In a great action movie that was well written, and just I feel like it, that character was written for him, but it was written well before. I mean, it wasn't yeah. written for him. You know, it's uh, when as a fan of the Deadpool comics, like I was when I was a kid, and I heard Ryan Reynolds attached, I thought that is the only person who could play. Like, yeah, the persona is so much like him, mm-hmm. and it was, and he's like buff and fit and everything too. Also, that movie, wildly dismissed as like a crass, silly movie, it is hilarious. It it's is. genuinely funny and not just like lowbrow humor, though they do lowbrow humor very well mm-hmm. in it. And we just did the Wham! episode and I forgot to do my line from Deadpool, which is this is the album where the band earned the oh. exclamation <laughs> yes. mark. Wham! Whoa, if you missed our Wham! Uh, Cinnabuds, we aired that last week. You can get anywhere you get your Cinnabuds now. Yeah. Oh, so coming I together. I think it's a really good series. But yeah, I think he's very fun. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, it's not all gold from him, but no. there's some good stuff. I want to go back and see Baby Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, so. yeah we should watch two, uh, two Guys, A Girl, and A Pizza Place. I do think that's the title. That, Or at least that's what it used to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening (laughs) to Cinnabuds. Yeah, we are happy that you're here. And we're really thankful for... Our producer, Kim Shine. Yeah, and the theme song, which is done by Newski. Also, thank you to our sponsors who also believe in this podcast, Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake, 
Eye Care and Eyewear. Shout out, buddies. Fantastic. And of course, as always, our wonderful members, both from Radio Milwaukee and from Milwaukee Film. We couldn't do this without you. We will see you next time. Go check out a film in a theater. Yeah, it's like the a best proper. Way. Oh, his glasses, glasses just fell, fell off down. your head onto your nose when you said if that. If this were a TV show, you would have thought, cut and cut. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>